Hey, my friend, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. It's your host, Jim, and I've got a guest today that you're really going to enjoy. Some very practical advice from someone who's only been doing Amazon business for a few months. Get this, she found our community by Googling how to make money online, which is arguably one of the worst things you can type into Google. There's some things that are worse than that, but not many. And she was just inundated with some crazy stuff. And she goes into the story, but eventually found, thankfully, her way to our community and launched a very successful business that's ramped up very quickly. She's just a few months into her journey at this point. She works full-time, as does her husband, but they're working this business in their free time. And she explains how they do that. And they've built a $20,000 a month business at this point, just a few months in. It's awesome. She was one of the candidates who took advantage of our proven replan training, provenreplantraining.com, which means we actually come to your hometown and we step you through the process. That's a pretty incredible offer. I don't know of anyone else that does that in the industry. I've never heard of such a thing, but we do it and it works very, very well. And everyone who's gone through that process with us raves about it. It's not cheap because, hello, we're flying someone to your town and putting them up in a hotel and walking you through finding unique products for your business. No one else does that. We do. And we're, and we're seeing success story after success story. Here's the latest. I love Rachel's attitude and something that she talks about. I want you to listen for this towards the end of the interview. I'm not going to steal the thunder. But we talk a little bit about how she was kind of getting a little hopeless, kind of stuck, kind of felt like she was in a dead end. She's got a great job, a great corporate career in the health field, but she kind of felt a little stuck. Is there anything else out there? Anything I could get passionate about to help my family get to where we want to be financially? And I can pour my energy into it and enjoy myself. So I love that she talks about that towards the end of the interview as well. So without much more introduction, she covers it brilliantly throughout her interview process. You're going to love getting to know Rachel. Let's jump over and bring her on the line right now. So Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor to meet you today. We've never spoken before, but I'm really looking forward to this. So fill us in on your story. Tell me a little bit more about your online business journey and and who you are. Okay. So my name's Rachel and I'm from Louisiana. I am originally, my business is to be a physician assistant. So I'm in the medical field. I've been that for about 17 years. And during COVID, as many people were, I got furloughed, which I know is unusual because who in the medical field would get furloughed, but I did. (laughs) So I was furloughed for about three months. And after about week two, I started to wonder what in the world I was going to do. I knew my job would come back, but it really gave me a perspective of, you know, is there more? Um, I kind of like sitting home a little. I don't really want to run this rat race um, forever. And let me just go Google other streams of income. And wow. So I did. That's a scary thing to do. <laughs> it, kinda, it was interesting, to say the least. To say the least. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there were several options. And so none of them really applied or appealed to me. And so then I went and um, saw FBA. And so I started reading about it and it was interesting. It was familiar. You know, Amazon is familiar and it seemed legitimate. And I started watching these crazy YouTube videos and I didn't realize they were crazy until about the fourth or fifth one when I was like, this, this girl's crazy. (laughs) 
But the real thing that I got out of it was she mentioned your Facebook group. And so I, she said that she was a part of it. So I went and I checked out your Facebook group and I joined it and I just watched, you know, for about two or three weeks and I watched and watched. And then eventually I joined the pack and started taking some of the courses, uh, you know, set up my business and just took it one step at a time. And before I knew it, I was a hundred percent in it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So you started off on Google, YouTubed how to make money online, which is arguably one of the worst things you could type into Google outside of some completely inappropriate content that none of us should ever be seeing. Yeah. And the adventure started there. You found yourself on YouTube, watching some FBA videos for some, some exciting, energetic people, but you've stumbled into our Facebook group. I love it. And your story is not that uncommon. Uh, we don't do a lot of marketing of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We get plenty of people coming our way from just people talking about the good experience they've had. That's the best kind of marketing we have. I love it. So this would all have been, just to put some context to this, we're talking you know, spring of 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was probably April. Okay. April or May. April or May. And so here we are in January right. of the following year. Mm-hmm. So you know, not that long into your journey. Just to put a perspective for, for yes. folks to know, you know, several months, but not not a year yet. We're not there yet. No. And so I went ahead and took all of the basic course and then I started with replans. And I really I listened to the podcast with you and Jimmy. And I was really moved by that one. Your prayer at the end was really, I was like, okay, these people are really good people too, you know. So it really helped me continue to follow along. And then I just started trying to find replans. And I was terrible. Absolutely awful. Everyone um, is. <laughs> yeah. You tries. And so, you know, I just want to put it out there for the listeners that that's normal. You know, don't it feel is. like, yeah, Thank don't you. feel like that's, that you're terrible because you probably are, but it can get better. So I really just went through and learned Keepa. That was my main thing that I did. And then uh, once I did that, I started to realize, you know, the value and uh, basically knowing the answers before you get to the store. That was interesting to me, to be able to know exactly what's going to sell. And it's not a guessing game. Oh, knowing the answer. I got you. Yeah. So you're not just picking up items. And yeah, because yeah. your instinct is, just to back up a little bit from what I'm about to say, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of the advice you'll hear out there about building a business online is start with your passion. Find products that you're interested in. You know, right. Find a niche that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, I'm thinking about coming up with a podcast episode, the worst advice you can possibly receive as an Amazon seller. Like, let's just go through it. That would be in the top five. Right. Starting with something you're passionate about is insane advice. <laughs> I just want to know, can I turn this $5 bill into a $20 bill? I don't care what I'm selling and who wants to buy it. Right. If you're willing to think that way, there is opportunity everywhere. And so when you go to a store, you're not guessing or based on instincts. You're like, hey, I'm kind of a sporty guy. I think I'll head to the sports sections. It's irrelevant. It's learning to read a Keepa graph. And we'll stick links to all these resources, Rachel, for everyone. Like, what's a Keepa graph? How do you even spell Keepa? What is that? We'll stick these links in the resources. Just go to silentgym.com. And this is uh, just resource link after link, anything we mentioned today, it's all there explained. So we don't have to dive into a lot of the specifics. A lot of our podcast episodes in the past, we've talked about Keepa and what that is, why it's important. But you're going in knowing exactly 
what you're going to get and exactly how much money you, you expect to make by grabbing it, right? So I love that, that part of this. All right, keep going. And so we decided to, we had some capital that I had a savings account. And so we did have some capital. And so I wanted to hire a coach, you know, a replan coach. And so I dug deep and I found out that you can have Jimmy or someone in his team come to your hometown, shop with you. They prep it, they ship it. You basically, and you, the guarantee is I think 50 or more items that you're going to have. Unique products that we find with you in your hometown. And you went through that process. And I don't think anyone's come away with less than 100. We don't promise anything more than 50. But to my knowledge, Jimmy might correct me on this. I might have to add an addendum to this episode. I don't think we've walked away with less than 100. How many did you end up with when they left town? I think it was around 77. Okay. So let's say at least 75 or more is typical. Yeah, I think I've heard some people walk away with 100. It just depends on how much time you have to shop, really. But after they're gone, the main point is, how good are you at finding these things on your own now? Well, I think the main thing that I learned was to just stand in the store and go unit by unit, product by product. I would have never done that on my own. I would have gotten so bored or this is, mm-hmm. as you know, even when Carl and I and my husband, we all split up on different aisles. Once he taught us what to do, I wouldn't have done that on my own. You know, it was just, it's the craziest concept. I'm just going to stand in this aisle. Because yeah. after two or three or four products, you're like, oh, I'm not finding anything. Right. You know, and then if you just stick with it, it just starts to roll. Yes. And now I can't even walk in the store I, when I pass things up and I know I haven't done that yet in that section. I'm just feel like I'm passing up tons of money. <laughs> oh, and you are. I know. A true, a true story, Rachel. I mean, this is less than 12 hours ago. I was on a late night store run. Picking up a few replens when you, I see them. You walk through the store and you're like, oh yeah, that's a hot seller. That's a hot seller. Yeah, we need some of that. We need some of these six of them. And you're, even if I'm running out for a couple of things, my cart ends up full every time I enter any retail store. Right. But I'm walking out. My cart's full. I don't want to push anything else heavy. I'm like, I'm done. It's late. And there's this shelf of an... It was actually a, a canned bean that I hadn't noticed before. And I instantly in my head, I'm like, that's, a, that's an amazing ASIN. I just know what it is. My instinct. And I, so I picked it up. Two minutes later, I had the confirmation. Yeah, that's amazing. Do I want to fill my cart with 24 man, more cans of stuff? And it's a new $50 a month income stream. Right. Fuck it up, Jim. Just do it. Do the work. So I did it. And, but you get to the point, Rachel, and you're laughing. And I love it because like you know exactly what I'm talking about. Once you see it, it's like you're wearing different glasses than everyone else in the store is. They're walking through, getting one of this, one of that, one of that for their family. And and we're walking through getting 10 and $20 bills <laughs> and putting them in our cart. Or we hire someone else to do it for us, which is even more beautiful that we have our shoppers doing it. So I'm sure some people are asking about like, what's this thing where they come to your town? We'll stick a link in the show notes to that program. You can check it out. We offer it as frequently as we can. It books up fast. So it may be a few months from now. And we're doing a lot of it virtually now too. And by the way, where you work one-on-one with us just on the replan model. But but even then, you're guaranteed you're going to have, and I want to make sure we're clear on this point, Rachel, I'm going to give you the microphone back, but you're going to leave that experience with unique products that we found with you that are selling in your Amazon account and teach you how to go do this yourself. 
Um, and it's not just about standing in a store aisle either. You can do it online too. That's important to point out because some people are like, I don't want to go to a store and stand in line and fill grocery carts. No, you don't have to do that. You can do it online too. And I think it's a lot more fun in the grocery store though, because you can actually grab right now $100 off the shelf. And that's, that's fun. And know that you've just created a $100 a month income stream by sending someone or going yourself to that same store and grabbing that same product over and over and over again. And I'm talking Walmart, Kroger, all the stores you've heard of, Target, right? But go ahead, keep, keep going. I love it. So you had Carl come to town. So Carl was awesome. You know, he, he got us our products and the next day he came over, you know, well, we actually met somewhere and we packaged all of the products. He showed us how to prep and then he showed us how to ship, you know, and he stayed till the very end. And I think we sent out, I don't know, about nine boxes. And to me, that was just incredible, you know, and it just, it jumpstarted us. It really did. And some of them flopped and that taught us a good lesson, you know, just test, just test them, you know, don't go buy six, buy two, you know, buy three. And if they flop, it's not going to kill you. Let's talk about flops for a minute. I don't want to interrupt your story, but I, I was just talking about this with my mom this morning, literally, and she helps run our Amazon business and our eBay prep center, all that. And we were talking about the flops. What I love about this business model, let's go back to YouTube. There's a path you could have gone down, Rachel, where the flop means you lost $50,000. Your garage is full of product you don't know what you're going to do with now. And your spouse is really mad at you for ever playing around and Googling how to make money online, right? Like marriage, welcome to marriage counseling. When we're talking about a replan flop, we're talking about what? Like what's a flop to you on an ASIN? Give us a worst case scenario on one of your flops. Um, you know, four dollars, you know, per, per product. Yeah. Worst maybe, case, maybe, maybe twenty eight. or thirty. Right. You, know, you have to recall the item and it turns out it won't even sell on eBay and you bought six of them. And then you just eat them. <laughs> you get some of the most interesting food coming through your house, don't you? <laughs> I've I've just learned so much about what people love and I'm like, oh, this is kind of good. I've never Right. I didn't know this existed. I walked right past it a thousand times and now I've got one extra or the expiration date is tomorrow. So I can't send that in. Let's try it. Yeah, exactly. So you're always eating these interesting new foods and yeah, uh, I feel like I could work at every store that we source from too, because you end up helping people in the aisles and (laughs) sure. Yeah. And like, what are you looking for? I know where it is. And like, why do you work here? No, I'm just, I basically know this store like the back of my hand. How can I help you? <laughs> right, right. So I think what um, what people were interested in on the Facebook group when we were chatting was our schedule. And the fact that my husband and I both have full-time jobs. He's a pharmacist. I'm a PA. We have three children, 14, 11, and eight. Three girls at that. Pray for us. That's more drama than we have in our house with five kids. (laughs) We need another (laughs) podcast for that. (laughs) Let's do it. You know, it was just, how are we going to fit this in? And how are we going to manage this? And what are our real goals? Like, why are we doing this? You know, because eventually in June, I got called back to work. And so, you know, eventually I had to work and still do this. And so basically my husband will shop in the morning before he goes to work. He drops the kids off at 7.30. He runs to Walmart for about 45 minutes to an hour. He gets, you know, as much as he can, puts it in his trunk, goes to work. And he'll do that about three times a week. And we've, we've figured we can get about 50 items per shopping trip. That's just, 
what we realize we can get in that hour. And so we now know how many hours we need to shop for how many items we want to send in, basically. And so we we set our goals for the week on Sunday night. We sit down and we just look at our week. When can you shop? What am I going to do? And then when are we going to ship? Our ship day is always Friday. It doesn't change. And that's because I'm off. And uh, that's just, I want to get it out the door before the weekend because I really you know, have to be a mom on the weekends. And so we prep through the week when we get a minute and we prep on the Friday day a little bit, but mostly it's the shopping and just getting it, just consistently getting it out. That's made the biggest difference for us. That's beautiful. And share with us some numbers, if you will, on this routine. So you're talking in a few hours a week for your husband, Fridays are carved out several hours. Yes. And you guys are packing and shipping. Yes. And uh, 50 items per shopping trip. You know, run some numbers that you're comfortable sharing with us about your business. Sure. Okay. So when I do listen to the podcast, these are the things I've not, I didn't hear. So I did want to share that. So admin work takes me about an hour to two hours a week. And that's just getting on the computer, checking in, looking at my performance, getting my payment, you know, making sure there's stranded inventory. You know, I check that. I go see what ran out of stock quick. I'm just kind of always fiddling in there. And then the replen sourcing, I try to do about 30 minutes to an hour a day. I really don't like standing in the store. You know, Carl was laughing at me. I really don't like checking out still because people look at you crazy. Um, I have learned to put the AirPods in and just (laughs) focus straight ahead. But, um, you know, so I, I take pictures in the store and then I come home and I'll do that about 30 minutes, you know, usually before, right before bed. Um, and then, you know, we, we shop approximately four to five hours a week. You know, if you do that daily and I'll make a run and we get about 50 items there. And so our goal right now is to send 250 items a week. Now we have sent more and we've sent a little bit less, but consistently we're sending about the 250. And we've noticed if we send 250 items a week, we're at about 20,000 in sales a month which I think is incredible because it's really not that hard. Once you get it, you know, that first two months, you know, it's that gazelle focused, intense, you know, like you talk about. But after that, it's just like it says, just replenishing. Yeah. It's a shopping list. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, instead of shopping for five people, you're shopping for a couple hundred people you've never met. And they're grateful for it. And they're willing to pay you a lot of money to do it. Do it on your own leisure time. Right. Do it uh, as it's convenient for you. You squeeze it into the cracks of your life. Amazon doesn't care at what point you're logging in, checking checking your numbers, checking your... You, it, 24-7 opportunity, as flexible as you want it to be. Well, what I did, I went in and I looked at my screen time, what I was spending my time on. Yeah. And I realized I was spending about 24 hours a week just doing absolutely nothing, whether it was checking my email or reading articles or checking social media. Social media. Yeah. I was, there was no income. There's no revenue in that. And so then I just said, if I can do that for 24 hours, let's take that and move it. And so everything I just described is about 18 hours a week. That is a phenomenal observation. I challenge everybody to have a screen time checker on your smartphone. And unless any of that time is, in, is involving building a business, mm-hmm. I want you to do the math 
on a week's worth of what you spend on your phone and think if I put half that time or even a third of that time into building a business, I could have, just based on the math you've shared with us, $20,000 a month in sales. We need to know your ROI, by the way. Um, it's about 60. About 60. Okay. So for that 20,000, not all of that's profit, obviously. Correct. But if we do the math just roughly in my head, this is about $100 an hour gig. Mm-hmm. If you kind of know what you're doing. Correct. It's about a hundred bucks. Now. Once you get good at it, it's a couple, maybe even $300 an hour gig. Mm-hmm. Once you have a team and they're doing it for you, you don't have to work at all, <laughs> except doing the parts you want to do, kind of monitoring the account. The part I like doing is finding the new ASINs. I end up doing some of the shopping when people are sick. And right now I've been doing a significant amount of that for our team. But you just think about that extra time you could carve out of your life and put into this business. I love that you processed it that way. I can tell you're very systematic in the way you think about this business. I think you're going to end up creating some content with us at some point because you just, you're coming at it from a different angle. You're very, um, uh, what's the word I use? A, uh, a mindset of a, uh, what's, I, I wanted to say marketer, but that's not it. More of an engineer mindset. Like, I'm very linear. I'm very, linear. Very linear, yes. It's not an artistic, beautiful painting. It's a very linear point A to point B. Here's the process. Here's what we're going to do next. If we want to grow, we need three more hours of time spent on this activity. You know, there's people thriving at it just by throwing paint on the wall too. Right. But yeah. I love how linear your approach is because you can really you can pull some great numbers out of this. And thank you for sharing that. Well, you can build. I feel like you know. I think that's the med school part of me. You know, I had to learn how to treat people. You know, how to diagnose and treat and yeah. prescribe. Um, and so that's kind of how I, I think now. And so I do, I know that, you know, I know what we want, where we want to be and I know what it's going to take to get there. And now I know how many employees I need and how many hours they're going to need, you know? That's and so it's beautiful. Put it all in a spreadsheet for us. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. Are you a spreadsheet geek by any chance? Uh, yes. Okay. I kind of detected a little bit of that. Let's, let's map it out. You okay. Know? This many hours, this many people prepping, this many people shopping. If they're competent, if you've trained them well, here's what you can expect. You know, put a dollar in, get four dollars out. Here's the process. Like, I would love to see it all mapped out. I think you're the person to do it. <laughs> sure, sure. And and you know, I think the other thing is just like knowing your capabilities. You know, knowing what season you're in. And if I had just had a baby, I don't think I would be able to start this. Now there are people that do. And I'm, that's amazing. But for me, I, I feel like my kids are a little older and I have the time and then I hear other people and they have little babies all, you know, at home. And it's just amazing what people can get done, you know, when they focus. At any stage of life, life hands us a little bit of free time. Mm-hmm. And especially in Westernized cultures, we elevate entertainment well beyond the level where it I think it was ever intended. (laughs) We look at, we take our downtime and our TV time and our Netflix time very seriously. Like I don't have any time to do anything. How much time did you watch Netflix last week? Oh, I only binged three shows. Like what? Well, we're in quarantine. You had to watch Netflix. No, you can be building business. But we did. We got rid of Netflix. Yeah, we save money now because we don't have time. (laughs) Shut it off. That's right. It's it's so much more fun to, to be out there making money than it is to be sitting there feeling like I should be doing something with my life and just, you know, social media, Netflix. Yeah. So what tips do you have for everyone that you'd like to share? And I love that you made the observation. You've listened to podcasts and some things you haven't heard people mention before. I'd love to hear you kind of you know, 
go through a list of whatever you got on your mind? Well, I just, after Carl left, you know, and we had the replens model and we understood how to prep and pack, there's so many other things that happen beyond that, you know, and it is just the goal setting. How much do you really want from this business? You know, that was my big thing because you're just throwing a bunch of darts at the wall unless you, what is your end goal, you know? And for my husband and I, he wasn't furloughed, but he was working from home and we just loved it. We were like, why are we working in clinics? You know, what are we doing? And so now we know what we want to make a month with this business. And and that right there helps me know what I need to make annually in sales. And in order to do that, that helps me know how many items I need. And it, you know, and, and if I know how many items I need a month to send in, how many is that a week? You know, and it's just like starting at the top and then coming down. That's phenomenal. And I think on this nerdy spreadsheet that we're going to put together, that's one of the starting points is what monthly income right. are you aiming for? And what, you know, what would that allow you to do? Right. What's that number? Well, here's what you're going to need to do to make that happen. Here's the reality of making that happen based on, you know, not to say your experience is the same experience as everyone else. There's other people way better at it than either one of us. And there's other people been doing this for a while and they're well behind both of us and they should be ahead of us. You know, there's a, there's a range there, but it's not a, it's not a huge bell curve. I mean, it's, it's a pretty tight curve. If you put in the hours and the time following the system that we teach, you're going to get results in this window of expectation. That's pretty tight. A very narrow standard deviation to nerd out on everybody a little bit there. Averages don't mean anything to a statistician. It's all about that standard deviation, right? And I think the other thing that I've noticed when listening, not necessarily to the podcast, but just reading on the Facebook groups, and I was this person, so I'm not passing judgment. I wanted all my replans immediately. You know, when I finally got the business set up and I finally, um, and you can go back and look at the things I wrote, you know, like, why can't I get ungated? I need to be ungated in everything right now, you know, and I just wasn't, I didn't realize that I'm going to have to calm down, slow down and take it step by step and just allow the process to happen. There's so much to learn. Don't get in a hurry. Just seriously learn one thing and then go learn the next and then learn the next. Because what honestly happened after Carl left and I got my way, I got my 75 items. Okay. I didn't make the spreadsheet for replens. I didn't have my numbers right. You know, the Chris Loverless, I didn't have, he didn't do that podcast yet. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have that in, in line, you know? And so if I could encourage anyone, it would be to just write down every replen you get, get your spreadsheet ready and just keep track of your business. Because at the end of all this, it, the end of it is profit. I love that. I love how you're processing this. Could I tweak something you just said and see if you'd agree with me? You said there's so much to learn. I would tweak that a little bit because I like to, I try to listen to this podcast and when people are talking about the business with an ear for people who might take what we just said and use it as an excuse to not jump in. So let me take a shot at destroying one of those excuses that might've popped into some people's head when they, when they heard you say there's so much to learn. I would change that to, you'll always be learning. You've got to be willing to always be learning. There's not a huge learning curve to start doing this though. I mean, a guy came to town 
and left again three days later, and you had a viable operating business. I mean, never before in human history has that been possible that I'm aware of with any other business model. It's, it's amazing. So it's not that there's a volume of stuff that you must learn before you can go. And I know you'd agree with me, but you'll always be learning. I learn new things every day. I love the energy. Like when you come in and you've only been doing this a few months, I've learned things from listening to you today, getting to know you. Like, wow, we never really have mapped it out from a what's the end goal monthly? Let's break it down. We've literally never done it. Why haven't we done that? We should do that. So I've just been challenged and learned a new way to look at this business. From someone who's been doing it a few months, I've been doing this 20 years. I should have done that years ago. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so we're just thankful. We're thankful for your podcast. We're thankful for the Facebook group and Jimmy and Carl and everyone else, honey and... Everyone that's just so helpful, that's the biggest thing is how helpful the groups are. And I, I did join the Legends group. That's been a game changer. I'll stick a link to that in the show notes too, because that is an amazing community. It's like a, I, I think of our bigger community as like, a, if you think about it as like a bullseye, you know, you got people who listen to a podcast episode once every three months, and then they know who we are and they're kicking around. And then you start narrowing it down and you get to these smaller circles in the middle and you got like the Legends. It's like, that's family. They're doing life together. Having events, getting together, the families know each other, they hang out on holidays and like, you know, they're tight. Not everyone's ready for that yet. And they focus in on retail arbitrage, online arbitrage strategies, and they just push each other forward. It's almost like a big mastermind group, right? So we've got all kinds, of, we've got something to fit all size of interests and, and uh, commitment levels. But yeah, I love that you mentioned legends. We need to get Ryan back on here and get an update because I'm hearing great things in there. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes, he is. Good friend of mine. Well, any other final tips as we start to wrap this one up? I have a feeling we're going to be hearing more from you. You've just got a, a leadership quality to you. And I, I wish we could meet your husband today as well and, and, and get to know you guys a little more from that angle. But, but I really appreciate your time for sure. I would like to hear too, before I allow you to make the, ask you to make a couple of final comments. You mentioned you guys had a goal, but you didn't tell us what it was. What does life look like once you've hit that? You don't have to give us the dollar figure numbers. Um, you've kind of you've given us more than enough there. But like, what are you guys aiming for, lifestyle wise? Oh, lifestyle. Um, for me to not work at all, except for with our business, to be home with our kids, uh, for my husband to have more flexibility, and we we have other dreams and visions about you know being debt free and you know our house, you know the whole Dave Ramsey life, actually pulling that off with all the, you know, and developing other streams of income, you know, that it's kind of like the sky's the limit. And I do want to, my final thought is that I didn't have any hope. And it's so strange to say that it sounds depressing, but I wasn't depressed. I was just clocking in and clocking out and doing my job and clocking in and clocking out. And there was nowhere to go. You know, I'm at my profession. I'm very good at it. Everyone, it's great, great evaluations, but I'm at the top of where I'm going to be as a PA. And with this, I, my plan is to do the replans, get that up and running, and then kind of do like Jimmy did outsource everything. We've already started that. Systemize it. Yeah. Yep. Outsource it. And then look into some other avenues, you know, private label, wholesale, start getting into other streams and then you know other platforms beautiful that's the uh nathan did a great job of preventing at at our last it was a virtual conference because covid yeah 
but he presented that kind of pyramid of opportunity. You start off with, you know, I'm going to flip some yard sale stuff. And some people stay there and they make a great living and they love it. Some people advance and you're doing replans. Some people stay right there and love it. And that's great. That's beautiful. But if you systemize and automate and climb this, then you're getting up to top where you're a highly paid consultant, for example, helping other brands get on online using the team that you've built, for example, because you've been doing this a while and you know how to make stuff sell online. You know, the opportunity that that just kind of explodes from the relationships that you form in this business. And I love that you guys have a vision for being home more. And you've probably heard me say, that's my heart. You know, the, the more time families spend under the same roof, I mean, that's almost the blessing of COVID is we've all learned what it's like to be a homeschool family and the benefits of it. And the challenges of it too. We've all got a little taste of that now. And some people kind of liked it and they want to keep it going. And uh, that's what we're here to help with. And Dave Ramsey or any of your advocates, if you're listening or watching, hey, you know, you can help people out by rice and beans out of debt, kind of Dave Ramsey approach. You can also add some income in and we'd love to help your audience learn how to do that. So if anybody knows somebody, we've been this close to working with those guys several times, just it hasn't quite clicked. But I think we've got a message. And the opportunity is expansive enough, Rachel. There's a, another 100,000 people could and should be doing what we're doing right now and will be, will be needed in the coming. You know, Amazon just hired 300 plus thousand people and they can't keep up. We're the ones filling the shelves, not the people they hired. The people they hired are slinging boxes in the warehouse for 15 bucks an hour. We're the ones filling the shelves. Uh, Amazon does some of that. We do the bulk of it. And we're getting paid well to do it. And that's the opportunity. And the world has changed. People are shopping online now. Uh, Rachel, you've been a brilliant guest. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. You told me at the beginning, you'd never done anything like this before. And you, you know, hopefully I'm not sharing too much, but you said you were a little nervous. I think you should have your own podcast. You're good at this. They, they just okay. You share from the heart and you tie it to real life. And uh, you guys are on a great path. So I'm excited to see where you're heading. Thank you, Jim. Thank you all for everything. Yes. We serve a good God. We're blessed. And to the listeners who are hanging out with Rachel and I today, thank you for giving us your most valuable assets some of your time. We loved hanging out with you too, even though we didn't get to meet you today. Hopefully you feel like you know us a little bit better. And we're here. Rachel is a great example of the kind of quality person and the quality families and the great people who hang out all day every day in our free Facebook group and in our other paid groups. Just We tend to attract some really cool people. I'm not sure how we keep out the clowns sometimes, but we just seem to scare them off somehow. And what you're left with is some really awesome people like Rachel and her family and, and the others who are in our community. So God bless all the business building warriors out there. It's been great hanging out with you today. We'll have Rachel back again as a guest and we'll have another episode again for you as a listener again very soon. God bless. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.